Wife Material Podcast. So, can a man tell a woman how to be a woman, or can a man teach a woman how to be a woman? Right? What's ironic is my podcast, this Wife Material Podcast, it's not a, it's not about telling women how to be women. Technically, it's not even about telling women how to be wives in general. It's actually the idea of I'm telling you what I like, what I want in a life partner. And if that fits your criteria and whatnot, then you're good to go. So I'm giving you the the husband point of view of, of, of what he wants from a wife. What works, you know. That's why a lot of my podcasts are explaining certain concepts like the sex sandwich and silence thing. That's one of the, the episodes is explaining that concept, the whole idea of, you know, the table, right? What do you bring to the table? Explaining that. So it's just um, explaining a lot of these things that women hear from men. And the thing is, is that most women don't know the men's side of things. They don't know what men think on average when it comes to the idea of marriage. They think they do, but they don't actually know unless you hear it from the man themselves. And the thing is, not every man is going to be the same, right? As in, how, what, what I expect out of my wife is not going to be the same thing that some other guy is going to expect from his wife, right? Because his lifestyle is going to be different from my lifestyle, you know? So in my lifestyle, you know, I will want a woman that, you know, can do a lot of the same things I can do. I can cook and clean, so I would expect her to be able to cook and clean. I have martial arts training, plus I'm ex-military. So it would be nice that she has at least martial arts training. She doesn't have to be ex-military, but at least she has some type of martial arts training, or at least be willing for me to teach her martial arts, right? Teach her to defend herself. Because I'm not always gonna be there to protect her. So I would like her to be able to protect herself. And if we have kids, to be able to protect our children. I will be in, you know, the first line of defense for the family you know for my wife and kids but it'd be nice that they can defend themselves because even I teach kids to defend themselves I teach my nephews and nieces to defend themselves I even taught my mother my own mother how to defend herself that's what I do you know I learned to fight to defend myself so of course I'm going to share that knowledge with others so you know so I have experience dealing with females obviously um I have Young young sisters, you know, younger sisters. I'm the oldest. I'm the firstborn child. So I have younger sisters and younger brothers. And, of course, I have to set an example for the boys. So I got to, you know, be a man, right? So that way they can. So, you know, obviously the boys, you know, have to learn um, how to be a man from me. Or their fathers. Or a combination of both. Why not, right? But... Me being the you know older brother, and I'm a lot closer to the age than our you know, fathers would be. I can relate, you know. I can understand them um, at at their level, you know. Understand how to be, you know, being a kid and stuff like that. Because I was a kid not too long ago, right? So, and then you know, with my sisters, right? You know, being able to interact with them, talk to them, understand how they behave differently than my brothers, right? You know. How they interact, you know, how quickly 
their feelings can get hurt, you know, for example, versus the boys, you know. I can make a, you know, I can say an insult, for example, to my brothers, and it won't affect them as much as if if I said it to my sisters. So, of course, I would <laughs> try not to say anything insulting, but I'm not also, but I'm not going to be dishonest, right? I'm not going to sugarcoat stuff. I'm going to be truthful, direct, you know. The main thing is to be respectful, ultimately, right? Is to be respectful. It's like, I'll do my best to, you know, not say things to them that I would say to the boys. To the boys, the thing is, I'm more harsher, I'm more strict with the boys than I am with the girls. But I'm not too lenient or, or pushover when it comes to, 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 to females, right? To the ladies. You know, I treat them, you know, almost as equal to the boys because I want them to have, um, you know, the same amount of strength, right? Of character, of person, uh, of, you know, of uh, emotions, uh, physical fortitude, because I do teach the females to, you know, to um, train, right? Do exercise, you know, fight, you know, to be, to be strong when need be. Still, you know, don't want, I don't want to take away their, what makes them a woman, right? What makes them a female. So I definitely, you know, try to let them do their thing, you know, do their girl stuff, you know, because that's who they are. They're female. So I'm not trying to give them a lot of male influence because, you know, I don't want them to lean towards more of a masculine personality. You know, I still want them to be who they are, which is a woman, right? So let them... You know, live their, their path, choose their path. If they want to be manly and whatnot, they want to do the same thing guys do, that's their choice. But at least they have the choice, right? Because I'm not forcing them to be more like like her brother, you know, be like their brothers, right? Just because there's more boys in the family than our females, so we're, we're always trying to get them to do what we're doing. It's like, no, we respect them, you know, let them do what they like to do, you know? We encourage what they like and vice versa so we have that balance of you know of, of things right we try to make sure that everything's equal but not everything's always going to be equal right but anyway point is, is that i have experience literally raising uh ladies right so i have experience when it comes to that right so because i talk to them they talk back to me right you know we have conversations you know, they learn from me, and now they're older, right? And so far, they, they have nothing but positive things to say about about me, you know, about our upbringing. You know, they look up to me as a father figure, so I appreciate that. And I do my best to, you know, be a good example, not just for the boys, but for, you know, for my sisters, right? So, so far... No complaints, right? So far, no issues with uh, me, <laughs> you know, talking and, you know, being in their lives and teaching. So if I have, in my own life have women, females, right, that have positive things to say about me and have positive experience with me when it comes to just life in general, I'd be surprised if women in the world are against it, right? Against the idea of listening to what I have to say, right? Right. All I'm doing is letting you know 
you know what I think what's going on and if I see a problem that that you ladies are having and I have a solution that can help you then I'll give you the solution you know by now women should already know that guys tend to want to solve problems regardless if you want to say no men are the problems okay <laughs> I don't disagree that there's a lot of boys and man childs that are a lot of problems but real men are not the are not problems real men is what you want real men is what boys and man childs and insults are supposed to turn into they're supposed to become a man they're not just a man because they have a penis right they have to become a man that's a title that's 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 a, like a job position right that's that's a rank you got to earn that you got to earn being a man just as just as these just as much as you have to put effort to earn to be a man you can lose your manhood right like you can lose you know i'll bring it up since it's a topic right now you know will smith and whatnot if you, if you don't think that will smith lost his manhood recently you know that his current actions you know is giving you that impression that like oh man he's he's he's, he's going downhill you know he's not you know as you know he's, he's he's less of a man now than he was before you know he, he was successful he was kind he was funny he, you know, he had, he, he had his wife and kids and stuff. So at first, for a long while, it's like, oh, he has a beautiful life, right? He has, he is an example of, you know, of a man, right? An example of what you should want a man to be like, you know, successful, happy, you know, carefree, you know, as in, you know, not a lot of drama and stuff like that, you know, just a good person to be around with, right? Not sad, crying, slapping another man on TV and the list goes on and on not having scenarios where it's like his wife and some other dude did things that's the opposite of being a man so that's not a good dynamic so just like you can become a man you can just as easily go downhill and stop being a man which also shows the idea that you can rise up again and become a man again because you gotta come back up and learn from your mistakes, improve, and that's the thing. It's the thing about being a man is is about uh, being con consistent with how you do things. Because being a man, there's rules, right? You know, one of the many rules there is is you know, you know, don't hit women, right? You know, keep your hands to yourself, type thing, right? Um, you know, protect with uh, you know people in general, but obviously women and children, you know, protect them, right? take care of them especially if they're your woman your children take care of them protect them right these types of those, those are rules right things that a man you know should be following there's a lot of other rules but um when you stop following the rules uh, then you, you 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 see what happens right then you're no longer being a man so that's why you know a man is something that you become it's not just something you are you become a man same thing as a woman. You become a woman. Not every female is a woman. Right? Just like not every female is a wife. Just like not every man is a husband. Right? You got to become these things. There are things in life you have to become. We're all, you know, we're all humans, obviously, right? That's, that's not debatable. We're all humans. Uh, the male gender is the male gender. The female gender is the female gender. There's no, there should be no debate about that. That's biology. Whether, you know, you consider yourself, you know, a man or a woman or male or um or uh 
an adult or a child or whatever, like all these extra things that's, you know, that's, that's different, right? That's not actually, that's not about biology. That's just, you know, just a social understanding. When you see a small human, you assume, right, you have the understanding, of, oh, that's, that's a child. Or a, or a midget, right? A dwarf, right? Somebody who has dwarfism. Just like if you see a really, really t- big guy or woman, you will assume, oh, adult male or female. But it could actually just be gigantism, and that could actually be uh, like an eight, no, let's say like a nine or ten-year-old, you know, child, right? They just have dwarfism, so now they look like a, you know, like a, the, they're the height of, a, of an adult, but they're actually still a child. Ironically, one of my nephews, not nephews, cousins, I meant to say, one of my cousins, he's a little bit taller than me because he's, he's over six feet. He's a little bit taller than me, twice my size. I think technically three times my size. And I'm a big guy, so I'm already twice the size of, uh, of most guys. I'm a big guy. So the fact that my nephew, who's half my age, is twice my size, or at least you know, a little bit bigger than me, you know, that right there is like you will see him and be like, oh, that's a grown-ass man. He's probably like his late 20s or something. Like, no, no, he just turned 20. <laughs> he's still, you know, he's still, still a young guy, right? But if him and me were next to each other, you would assume we're, we're close to the same age, when in reality, <laughs> we're about 20-plus years apart. Well, technically 20. If he's 20 and I'm 40, you know, we're obviously 20 years apart. But you get my point. So that type of dynamic. So it's like that's why you can't judge a book by its cover, right? You can't tell somebody's age just by looking at them. You can you can guess. You can try to you know try to try to assume their age, somebody's age, but you can't really really tell. But that's why you know the idea of like oh a man can't tell a woman how to be a woman. It's like okay, that's one way of, you you could believe that, but that's not that's not really true if a man understands women because he has experience with women he knows enough that he can share that knowledge that experience you know it's like I don't have to be a cop to know you know what cops normally do if I see cops being cops you know see them what see what they do see what their job is like I, I have an understanding, so I could talk about cops being cops because I have an understanding. Like, for example, you would like to assume that cops' job is not to beat you up. <laughs> you would like to assume that, right? Whether you believe that that's, that is their job or not, to beat you up or not, you would like to assume that their job is not to be violent. You would like to assume that. Whether you know if that is part of their job description or not, that's a different story. But it's like I don't have to be a cop to know that it's probably not a good idea to, you know, be violent towards people. You know. So just saying. So me being a guy does not exclude me from being able to talk about, you know, what I like in a woman, what I like a woman to be able to do for me in a relationship, and vice versa, right? Just like I wouldn't be like, oh, a woman can't tell me how to be a man, right? It's like, no, she could. Because if the idea is that I'm, she wants me to be her man, then I will be interested to hear what she wants from a man, right? What she thinks 
a man sh uh, should be like for her, and then I'll try to make some you know compromises, right? I'll I'll try to see I'll see what I can do. I can see if I can be, you know, as close to what she expects a man to be as possible. But you know, reality is reality. I am who I am. So you know, she I give her the I give her as much as I can give her that she you know would like. But other than that, it's like, I am who I am. So if she doesn't like who I am, okay, she doesn't like who I am, and then I'm not for her, so I belong to someone else. And vice versa, right? So if a woman feels that, um, you know, she don't like, you know, my idea, she don't like the, the idea of being the type of wife that I would want, then clearly you're not my wife, right? I'm only supposed to have one wife, and I'm only looking for, for one, personally. You know, I mean, well, ideally, anyway. More likely in my situation, especially in my current um, situation with with the ladies, right? I have more than one of them in um, in my circle. Yeah, I'll call it that circle. So, you know, we'll see what happens. See what the future holds, right? For that, but you know, it's like I, I, you know. I, I, I'm open to the idea of modern way of, of doing things, you know. The idea that because we have modern technology, right, modern uh, conveniences, a woman doesn't have to do as much for being a wife as she used to. Like, there's, there's, there's a lot less housework to be, that needs to be done because we have technology for it. Like, I, you know, we have, we have, you know, things that we can use when it comes to food, for example, food prepping, you know, food, you know, just cooking. Like, it'd be good that my wife knows how to cook, but she's more likely not going to do a lot of cooking because we're more likely going to eat out a lot or we're going to order in or I'll probably be doing cooking because I do cook or, you know, if she really likes to cook, then that's all good and all. I'm more into healthy eating, well, I'm definitely trying to be more of a healthy eater, so most of my meals are, is going to largely consist of, like, salads and eggs and, 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 and like, turkey or something, you know, because it's low-fat, high-proteins, you know, it's, um, it's going to be a little bit lean, leaning towards a little bit more of a vegan lifestyle, so it's not going to be a lot of hard work to, you know, make me a salad <laughs> or a sandwich that, you know, consists of, you know, lettuce and tomatoes and stuff like that, right? You know, so it's not hard work. So, it, you know, if she wants me to be healthy, she wants me to be happy, I like generosity. I like kindness. So if she makes me a sandwich and brings it to me, that is her showing kindness. That's not her being a slave or, or catering to me, you know. She's not a catering service. I'm not saying, you know, I'm against the term catering. If she wants to say she caters to me, then that's fine. But I don't see it that way. I see it as her being nice. Oh, she made me a sandwich because she knows I'm hungry. Or she noticed that I haven't eaten in eight hours. And she's like, you hungry? And I'm like, yeah, I am hungry. Should, should get something to eat. And she's like, I'll make you a sandwich. And remember, she made the offer. I didn't tell her to make me a sandwich. She made the offer. So if I accept it. You can't be like, oh, you're wrong for accepting the sandwich. Like, no. She made the offer, and it was a generous one. Just like if she was, if she wanted something, if I offered her something and she accepted my offer, 
for whatever I offered her, that that shouldn't be a problem, right? If I offer her a million dollars and she takes it, you can't be like, oh, she's a gold digger because she took your money. Like, no, I offered it. <laughs> Are you going to tell me people don't take offers? You know what's ironic? I've offered people stuff like money and food and stuff like that. And, and sometimes even just stuff like, oh, man, you know, I, I bought me a new laptop. I don't need this old one here. Take it. And most people just, you know, at first resist taking whatever I offer, you know. But I, I'd, I'd be a little persistent because I know some people's reaction is like, oh, then this is a surprise. No one, you know, typically does this, you know, give stuff away like money, for example. But, you know, so I try again and usually they take it the second or third time that I try. Usually I have to convince them to take money, especially when it comes to money. It's like, here, like I don't need $20, so take the $20. You know, most people are not used to just things being handed to them. Fair enough, right? But um, that, that's the thing. Like I said, it's kindness and respect. So it's like, it, I, I, I expect from a woman, a wife, right? what I would give. So if I'm willing to uh, give her what she wants, I expect her to give me what I want. It'd be weird if all she wants is for me to give her everything, she gives me nothing in return. It's like, then, then there's something wrong there that doesn't sound right. That you're okay with me loving you, but you don't want to love me back. Me taking care of you, you know, financially or or just taking care, even emotionally, just taking care of your emotions, making sure you're happy, if that's what you want. You know, it'd be weird that you think that it's okay for you to be happy and for me to be sad. It'd definitely be wrong if your happiness comes from my own sadness. You know what I mean? Like, the only time I see you smile is, is like, if I, if, I, if, I, if I injure myself or something. Like, I slip and fall and hurt myself, and then you're smiling or laughing. And that's the only time I see you smile and laugh is when something bad happens to me. That would be a problem. Many problems. That thing shouldn't be in that type of situation. That's what, that's toxic. But anyway, I'm going to get into the whole toxic conversation. But it was interesting to see, you know, some, some ladies. You know, it was ironic. There's some women. This was on Twitter, which is why I'm making this podcast because it inspired the idea for this podcast of... There's some women who are wives, right? They're married, which is congrats. Great for y'all. Live happily ever after, right? But they seem to have a problem with the idea of a podcast for sharing advice and information about being a wife, right? And it seems like they're just against the idea, period, but makes it worse when it's a man behind it, right? Men are bad, apparently, right? So that makes it, you know, you know kind of ironic, and it's like, okay, you know, if you, if you check out the podcast, you more likely will see that I'm just, you know, explaining things that most women might not know about men, about, you know, what men think when it comes to the idea of, like, a wife, uh, historical facts, like, things about how, how it used to be, how being a wife in the past is different from now. One of my podcasts is about, in the past, women had to do things the hard way, right? They had to wash clothes by hand. Now we have washing machines. Men created that. We, women used to have to, you know, 
you know, grab ingredients, chop it all up, right? And then make a meal. But we have stuff like Uber Eats, right? We have delivery services. Women used to have to go grocery shopping. That means they had to go take a car, drive it to, to a supermarket, walk around the supermarket, collect all the, all, the, all the supplies, right, all the food, have it all bagged, put it, have it put into the vehicle, bring it back, and put it into the house. And she had to do this while the husband's at home, I mean, at work, which means he's not available to lift any of that stuff, which means women were actually carrying those heavy-ass bags full of, full, full of food and stuff like that. Right, so she had to do a lot of physical labor, but you don't. But nowadays, you don't have to do that. Now you can just order everything you need on your phone and have it delivered. Amazon's definitely trying to get into that um, um, that that uh, category where you can just every month have your groceries delivered. That way, every month, all all your all your all your uh, sh- uh, food shopping is done automatically every month. So you don't have to go out and get food. Food would literally be delivered. Right, so we have these types of conveniences, these things that make life easier for both men and women, right? Because both men and women can use these things. But if you're a wife, this definitely makes being a wife so much easier because you have all of these conveniences. You don't have to. Uh, they have the room bot. One of my bot podcasts was about you know the fact that you know we have um, those little robots, right? Those circular black robots that go around the floor and clean the floor up so the wife now the wife doesn't have to do that because she has that technology for that don't have to do uh, dishes if you have a dishwasher now if you don't have a dishwasher then okay you have to wash uh, wash dishes by uh, by hand but since dishwashers exist you can go get one right go get a dishwasher and there you go that solves the dishwashing um, situation or you can have uh, disposable stuff like paper plates and stuff like that. You could go that route, right? Where you just buy disposable forks and plates and stuff, so you don't have to do dishes. So that's 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 a path you can go. Or you can have, or you can make sure that all the food and all the stuff you drink, right? Like all the stuff you consume, all the food and drinks, come in you know packages, you know, where you can just unwrap them, eat them, and throw out and throw away the the packaging that way there is no uh you know uh plates and cups and forks and you know type of stuff if you make sure that what you eat is f- basically finger food right stuff you can eat with just with your hands where you don't need uh utensils right and cups and plates and stuff then that mitigates the whole dishwashing thing because there are no dishes to wash right because you're not using them so that's 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 the route you can go. Um, in the near future, we'll have three D printing, um, like three D printers, three uh, D printers for food, and have three D prints for regular three D printing. But three D printing for food, so you can just have, you can just you know have stuff being made in the three D printer, and then just pull it out and eat it. You know what I mean? Edible stuff, just have it made, and just eat it. All right. Um, plus, it's a good idea to just be eating healthy anyway. You know, fruits and vegetables. That's for a different. Uh, topic but you get the idea there's like you know if if you're if you're eating healthy that that drastically mitigates uh, cooking time 
that makes it where you don't have to cook as much. But if you're the type of person who likes to eat, you know, pastas and, and rice and stuff like that, then yeah, cooking is a thing. But we have stuff like rice cooker, air fryers, and the list goes on and on. We've got George Foreman grills. we got so many things, you know, blenders and stuff, so you can make smoothies. we got we got so many things that make making food or making things that are edible so much easier that it's not work. <laughs> it's not work. It's barely nothing. It's barely nothing to be a wife. Like, when it comes to housework, there's barely any work for you to do because you have all these conveniences that make everything so easy. You barely have to do anything. Everything that needs to be done in the house can be done less than, than, less, less than an hour. You can do the laundry, clean the house, uh, make food, uh, what else? Do grocery shopping, um, even clothes shopping. Um, what else? Uh that needs to be done uh, you know a couple other stuff but even just those five things I mentioned all that can be done in less than an hour when in the past it would take you like about eight hours that means as soon as you and your husband wake up he goes to work you go to work which is working at home right you're a work at home type of person right you stay home mom right so you're at home taking care of all, all that work but since you have all these conveniences all these tools to your dis you know at your disposal including the trash disposal unit right <laughs> you know since you have all this already it makes the workload so much easier you, you can do everything that needs to be done in less than an hour and then have the rest of the the you know the day to yourself to do what you want and most women one of the things they hate about the idea of being a wife or just being married is that they don't get to do what they want to do they don't get to live their lives and it's like but you do though if you take care of your responsibilities first and in a, in, a, in, a, in a timely fashion you have all this extra free time that you can do all your personal stuff that's what you so that's the smart thing to do another thing is they do oh but i want a career i want to work i want to make money blah, blah, blah. Like, but you can do that from home though working from home is is a is an option and the list goes on. Like all my podcasts, you know, I give a lot of this information, a lot of this advice of things you could do, you know, to make your life better. My advice, the stuff that I say in my podcast, which is unfortunate if a lot of women are not at least listening, like checking out the podcast just to hear what I have to say, right, first before they judge it. They just immediately want to judge it. Like, nah, see, this is some bullshit, blah, blah, misogyny, sexism, blah, blah, all this negativity, all toxic masculinity, all these nonsense, all this buzzword stuff. You're hating on something you don't even know. You don't even know what I'm, what, what I, what I, what I'm doing, what I'm offering. You're assuming that you know, but you don't know. And that's, and that's, and that's a problem. Don't assume. Get the facts first, and then say what you want to say afterwards. Once you have the facts, and make sure what you say is based off of the facts. Don't watch my podcast, for example. You know, listen to my podcast, and then even though you know. My podcast is very positive, you know, it's, it's very informative, you know, and it's all about, hey, you choose what you want to do with your life, you know, but you got to make sure that that's what you want. And then you got to go all in and, you know, be the best at whatever you choose to be. If you choose to be a career woman, be the best at it. If you choose to be a wife, be the best at it. That's all I'm saying. You know, I'm not telling you to be a wife. I'm just saying that if you choose to be a wife, you can't. Be bad at it. You should be good at being a wife. Just like you want a good husband, well, 
he wants a good wife. You know, two wrongs don't make a right, as they say, right? So the main thing is, if you end up with a guy who's not good, don't you then become bad just because of that? If he's bad, all right, then he's bad and, you know, get away from him, right? Move, move, move on with your life. But don't let him being bad turn you bad, you know? Don't let him influence you and make you something you, you shouldn't be, right? You should be a good person. Everybody should be a good person. But that's the thing. What we see nowadays in society is that most people, especially women that I've seen, tend to uh, let negative things affect them more than positive things. A guy can do a lot of great things for a woman, right? And she'll be like, oh, he's, he's amazing. He's so nice. But one day he does something wrong. One day he does something, you know, bad, terrible, whatever you want to call it, toxic, whatever. Bang. All that goodness that he did, all that, all that awesomeness goes away. She doesn't care anymore. Doesn't matter. Doesn't override, doesn't outweigh that one bad thing he did. He could literally have done one bad thing one time. And that will, will have way, way more weight, way more importance than all the good he's ever done. And that's and that's and that's the na- and that's current society right now, and that's the nature of modern women, not the women of the past. Modern women, modern women, will literally take one bad day and just say life sucks. Period. One bad day, all they had was one bad day, and now their whole entire life is ruined. Like no, no, it's not. It's just one bad day. We all have bad days. Guys <laughs> deal with a lot of bullshit on a daily basis. Every day, essentially, is a bad day for a man, but. That's obviously for a different podcast, which was interesting. Somebody mentioning the idea of a husband material podcast, like, yeah, that'd be cool. You know, uh, I'll look into that, uh, you know, into that possibility. But the, the real thing, but the thing is, is that this is basic. This is just about information for knowledge. I mean, information for marriage period, for the idea of being in a marriage, right? And most women out here would like to be a wife by choice, right? You know, it's all about choices. So if they want to be a wife, where can they go to get that information? I don't see that information. It'd be cool to see that information out there, right? That that's an option. Because normally, like I've said before in my podcast, that women normally learn how to be a wife and a mother from a wife and a mother, a.k.a. usually their own mother, who happens to also be a wife. Not just a mother, not just their mom, but is also a wife. That's usually who you learn how to be a wife from, right? So, if we don't have wives slash mothers, you know, out here teaching the new generation of females to be mothers, I mean, wives slash mothers, that way they have that option to be that if they want. But if they don't want to do that and want to do something different, they can do something different. What's weird is to assume that if, if a woman is taught to be a wife slash mother, she will never choose to be anything else other than that. It's like, no. She can always choose to be something else. The thing is, is that when you, when you don't know, when you don't know how to be a wife slash mother, the only options, the only choices you do have, the only choice you have is everything else, right? You don't have being a wife slash mother as an option because you weren't taught those things to be an option, for it to be an option. If anything, everything else in life encourages you to not be a wife slash 
a mother, which is why it's important to learn to be a wife and a mother first. And then if you are more interested in everything else, then choose your path. Do everything else instead then. But if you do like being a wife slash mother, then you're good. You already, you already got the, the knowledge and experience you need for that. You already got the education you need for that. For anything in life, you, you normally need education. For you to have a career, you need an education in that career, right? So being a mother slash wife, that's essentially that's a that's a field, right? That's a that's a that's something that you need to know how to do to be that thing. Same thing as you know, yeah, a man learning how to be a husband. I agree. But the funny thing is, we already have tons and tons of uh, uh, videos out there, right? Uh, content, uh, podcasts about the idea of being a better man in general, you know, being nice, having money, and so forth and so forth. You know, we're already doing the whole making men better thing. That's been going on for a long time now. The next step is, okay, ladies, what do you have that's ma- that they y'all, that's making y'all better for the purpose of a relationship, for individuality, for everybody to, you know, you know, go have careers and, you know, live a single life. There's, t- there's tons of information for that. That's not special. That's basic. You know, go to a job, make money, come home, eat, sleep, go to work, eat, sleep, go to work. That's basic. That's nothing special. That's a very low skill set. Eat, sleep, <coughs> go to work. Being a wife, being a husband, that requires skill. That requires training. It requires knowledge and experience. You have to become those things. <coughs> you know, a human being who has a job is just being a human being with a job. That's not, that's not that unique. Now, depending on the type of job you're doing, obviously you're going to need to learn the skills necessary to do that job and be the best at it so no one else can replace you, right? So that way you can have that job. But... You know, when it comes to being a husband and wife, that's a different category. And then that, and I'm not even mentioning the the factor of being a mother and father. That's for a different topic. You know, first step is getting in a relationship, and then if you know, going the distance of husband and wife, and then children, right? Then mother and father. <coughs> Sorry, now you know. But you got you got this is entry level, right? You know. Most females already got a pretty good idea of the of being a girlfriend, right? The next step would be wife, right? And the next step after that would be mother. So this is just, you know, uh, uh, in, in between the, from the transition of being a girlfriend to being a mother. This is the in between. And most uh, women can't get to this point or they just avoid this part. They try to skip it. They go from girlfriend to mother and they skip the wife part. Usually because they don't know how to be a wife. You know? I mean, because the way I look at it is the, being a mother is part of the wife thing. It's, it's an upgrade from being a wife. You're a wife and then you become a mother. So that's why it's weird when you have women talking about, I don't want to be a wife. But then, they're, but then they still get pregnant and they have kids, which makes them a mother. And it's like, okay, you skipped a step. Which didn't make sense. It's understandable if you don't want to be a wife, which also supposed to translate to you also don't want to be a mother. 
but it's weird that y'all skipped the wife part and, and, and jumped straight into motherhood. Which seems weird. Especially if, you're, if you chose the career path. The path of, you know, being, you know be, having a job, being a career, being independent. But then you ended up being a mother. It's like, that, that's not on the same path. That's not in the same street. Right? Those, that's two separate lanes, you know, career path and, you know, the, the wife path, right? Wife slash mother path, but somehow you just got off road, got off the career path, jumped into motherhood, and then jump, try to jump back into the career path. And it's like, that don't make no sense. One of the things I said in one of my previous podcasts was the idea that I'm all for the idea of a woman having a career, but will be smart would be, in your 20s, you know, try to get to the wife status, right? Become a wife, become a mother, and then after the kids are old enough, right? You know, they're old enough that you don't have to, you know, be there for them all the time. Then you can go get your career after that, right? Do the career path after that, right? Or wait until they're old enough to move out. If you want to, if you want to wait that long, right? Wait long enough for them to move out. And then do the career path thing, right? That, that's that's my viewpoint. Or you can do it. You could do both, but it has to be like uh, you work from home situation. It can't be like, oh yeah, I might have a career, but I'm also gonna be, you know, a mother and a wife. But you spend more time at at the job, right, at the career than you do at home. Then it's like, yeah, that's not a real ba- that's not a balance. A balance would be your home is your work, right? where you work from home. So you're able to have a, a career while still being able to be at home doing the things that you need to do at home. Not saying you're gonna be in the house all the time, obviously. You can go out and travel and move around. Um, you have that freedom. <clears throat> but at least you're operating from home. You should want to operate from home. I know I wanna work from home. I was the one who originally had the idea from for to work from home because I wanted I wanted the ability to be there when I have kids, to be there for my kids and, you know, watch them grow up and, you know, help raise them while still, you know, make that money so we can have the lifestyle we, we have, especially if I'm the, the main breadwinner. Let's say my wife doesn't work and I do. It'd be nice that I could work from home instead of always having to leave to work. That way I could be home with my family and stuff like that. Obviously, when I have to do work and I need to be uh, left alone, that is her responsibility to make sure that I am left alone to do the work, to bring in that money that we, you know, that we live off of. And then after that, <clears throat> you know, when I have the free time, then yeah, I spend free time with my family and kids, which I would like to be able to do. So I was always for the whole work from home concept. That's why now when I hear you know, women complain about like they, they'd rather have a job than, than, than to be at home or, you know, to be in a, in a marriage or a relationship, it's like, but you could do both. You can, you can, if if the if the whole thing is you want something to do because you know like you want a career, like you want to do something, that's great. Nothing against that. You want to make money, that's great. Because hey, bring, go ahead, bring money into the household. Um, but it should be because you want money for the household. You want, you're trying to bring in money so the the family can can prosper from it. So my hard work and your hard work benefits all of us. That, that I'm all for. It'd be wrong if the whole idea is just for you to have money so that we can spend it 
on unimportant things. And it's like, okay. But then you want to spend more time doing that stuff, less time with the family that we built. That's what definitely be problematic. Like that, that doesn't make sense. I'm trying to make sure I'm, I'm, that I'm not away from the family as as much. I want to be with the family as much as possible. So it'd be weird that my wife wants to be away from the family. Then it's like mm, something's wrong here. That's off, guys. But of course, if I make a woman my wife, she is my wife, right? She is the type of woman that I that I want. The type of woman that will be doing the same thing I'm doing, right? You know, being there for our kids, being there for each other, making the world a better place, you know, living a good life. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> don't be surprised in the future, Wife Material Podcast episodes, you know, you hear my wife <laughs> on the podcast, right? So we'll see how long this this podcast lasts. So we're close to the end of this podcast. I think I said most of the things I wanted to say about, you know, some stuff that I saw that was funny. Because the weird thing was, it was like, women, there are wives, right, have a problem with a podcast about being a wife. Right? You would think that they would like to support the idea. I could understand they would rather the Wife Material podcast was, had women, right, had wives on there talking. I would agree, but the thing is, is like, <laughs> there ain't wives out here trying to make podcasts to educate women on being a wife. You know, I created it because it didn't exist, but that's why it's funny for me to get some hate for creating something that didn't exist. That clearly a lot of people want it to exist. I mean, I'm surprised that it, this podcast is popular. I expected it to <laughs> get ignored. Yes, I did expect some hate, and I expected some people would be like, oh, this is this is trash, blah, blah, blah. You know, I expected that, that negativity, but at the same time, I expected it to also be ignored. The fact that it actually is, you know, getting traction, and it has a lot of, of uh, plays and, and attention is, like, awesome. Um, hopefully, is this is helpful, and my whole point, and my whole... You know, idea is that I'm trying to be helpful, giving information and knowledge that, you know, hopefully will help people. I'm all about fixing problems. I'm all about helping. I'm all about teaching. So I'm trying to make the world a better place. So it'd be weird for anybody to see my podcast, right? And just immediately have this idea of like, no, this is evil. This is terrible. This is toxic, misogynist, blah, blah, blah. It's like, damn, you're assuming the worst instead of assuming the best and then find proof that it's the worst no you immediately think the worst and don't even try to put any effort to find out if you are right about what you think so it was interesting to see some ladies on twitter um have negative things to say about the podcast but they didn't even take the time to check it out so you know so that way they can properly you know uh, judge it, critique it, whatever they, you know, whatever you want to call it, you know, it would be nice. I would like, that's the thing, I would like feedback. I would like to know, you know, if the information is useful, you know, because if, if the information is not as useful as it should be, if it's not 
translating properly. Um, let's say that maybe the podcast is a little too long. You might want me to shorten it. Like I'm, I'm all down for feedback. I would greatly appreciate feedback. You know, because I want to make sure that the information I'm trying to share, that, you know, because I'm trying to be helpful, is helpful. If it ain't helpful, you know, then you know, of course, I'm gonna try to fix it. I'm trying to make it helpful. If it ain't already helpful, I'm hoping it is. I expect that it is. Um, the numbers imply that it is. Um, let me check the stats real quick, because I have. I have over I have 75% females. It w- originally was 100%, but now it's 75% females and then 17% males and then 8% not specified and non-binary is zero. And then ironically 50% of my current audience is between the ages of 28 and 34. But I do have um, some people in the 35-44 range, the 45-59 uh, range. I got some 18 to 22 range. 20, you know, 23 to 27. So I got, I got, I got, I got a good amount. It's, it's largely focused in the 28 and 34 range, which clearly, and that's 50%, half of my audience between the age of 28 and 34 seem to want to get married. I mean, I'm assuming that's, that's what this means, unless that's the group that hates the idea of being a wife. Okay, then that's different than half of my audience hates to be a wife, right? So we'll we'll see. Uh, we'll see once you know some feedback starts rolling in, and you know I'll see if you know if this stuff is um, as useful as I uh, hope for it to be. Because all I'm trying to do is help. You know, I'm trying to trying to you know I would like to get some 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 women on my pod you know on the podcast you know talking from their point of view and stuff like that. You know, it would be cool if this transition to, you know, women who are wives, like my wife, my friend's wives, you know, take take the podcast over and they they speak. They speak. That'd be cool. You know, you know, a wife material podcast with actual wives. That'd be cool. But for now, it's like, you know, I just, you know, put this together and I put it out there to, to get things started, to, to put some information out there. That I feel that people might might want to hear, might need. Um, you know, I'm hoping for the best, but you know, life. <laughs> All right, and that's the end of the podcast.